This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2919, Five Ways to End the Endless Game of Catching Up by Courtney Carver of BeMoreLess.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, OLD or Old, the show where I read to you from articles that I think are amazing with permission from the authors. So with that, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Five Ways to End the Endless Game of Catching Up by Courtney Carver of BeMoreLess.com. The official definition of catch up or catching up is doing tasks one should have done earlier. The problem is that when one has too many tasks, as most do, catching up becomes a state of being instead of something we do once in a while. If you always feel like you're falling behind and catching up, here are some suggestions that may provide relief for this chronic condition. When I think about the weekends that I used to spend at the office or staring at my computer catching up, it makes me cringe. I did it to make the week ahead easier. I did it to make more money. I did it so I could take a vacation even though I worked on vacation too. I did it to prove what a hard worker I was. I did it because I felt guilty for falling behind and I did it because I had way too much to do. Catching up was such a habit at work They did it at home too. All legitimate reasons, but none of my catching up ever got me caught up. There was always more. I thought it was my fault. Why can't I keep up? Why can't I match my pace to my overflowing obligations? When I had extra time, instead of taking care of myself, I did more catching up, not connecting to the fact that I was creating even more work for myself. The more I did, the more there was to do. The illusion of catching up goes something like this. If we take a full day or weekend or week and abandon all the things we enjoy doing, we can get everything done that we feel guilty about not doing before. Then we'll feel better, everyone will love us, and all will be well in the world. The reality is that catching up never ends. There will always be more. Five ways to end the endless game of catching up. These aren't instructions that you have to follow exactly. These five gentle rules help me to slow down, create a little space, and to be okay being here instead of working harder to be somewhere else, only to find out I am in the same place, catching up again. Number one, be present. If you're paying attention to what didn't get done yesterday or what needs to get done tomorrow, your full attention can't be on what's going on right now. 
How can you be your most creative, most interesting self and do your best work when you have anxiety about all the things that haven't been done yet? Choosing to be present is a practice. Whenever you notice that you're worrying about something that's not happening right now, choose to come back to yourself by taking a few breaths or by putting your hand on your heart. These tactical movements can help bring you back to a more peaceful place. You can also practice presence by spending five minutes a few times a day to notice your surroundings. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell, feel, or taste? Number two, forget about FOMO. One of the reasons you wanna keep your hands in everything and be completely up to date and doing all the things is FOMO, fear of missing out. Think about where your attention goes in your life. When you're working, are you trying to pick up on every secret to success tip or do you follow a more slow, consistent approach? In your day-to-day life, how do you decide what to include? Is it by doing what you want and what's important to you or doing what you think everyone around you wants you to want? The problem with FOMO is that the more you know, have, and do, the more you know, have, and do. From activities to self-care, to social media, email, books, TV, recipes, health awareness, FOMO will lead you to feeling that you have to keep up with everything, leaving no room for anything. Stop, you won't miss a thing and you will enjoy what you know, have, and do even more. Soon you'll forget all about FOMO and look forward to the joy of missing out, JOMO. In 2016, I wrote this in Soulful Simplicity, quote, I will trade my FOMO for JOMO. By committing to doing less, I am going to miss out on things, but instead of fear, I'll feel joy. Joy that I have a choice. Joy that I'm protecting what matters most. And joy because I feel well, end quote. Many years later, I still choose JOMO. Number three, do less. All of these strategies may help you curb the catching up, but none of it will matter if you don't recognize why you have to spend so much time catching up and why you always feel like you're falling behind. The answer is simple, it's too much. You are doing too much. The remedy, less, own less, do less, care less. The road from too much to much less is not always easy, but necessary for your health, relationships, and happiness. The secret is to simplify anything and everything. If you don't have time to keep up, you definitely don't have time to catch up. Instead, let go and start fresh. That might mean declaring email bankruptcy, deleting your social media apps for a bit, being wildly uninformed for a while, addressing your fear of missing out, and will most certainly mean letting go of what other people think of you. Above all, by ending the game of catching up, you may discover that you already have everything you need. If you feel the need to have it all, look around. Maybe you already do. Number four, stop comparing. We can be inspired by others without comparing ourselves. Comparing in terms of who gets the most done, especially in the workplace, has no upside. You're often comparing only the output, which reinforces the idea that it's your fault that you can't keep up. Odds are the people you're comparing yourself to work at a different pace with different obligations outside of work, different levels of privilege, unique health challenges, and their own time and energy availability. We can't compare one part without comparing all of it. And who has time for that? 
P.S. What would be the point? And number five, honor your boundaries. Time slips away in five to 10 minute segments throughout the day when we don't honor our boundaries around time. We say, I'll just do this one thing. And then we do five one things. We say we'll leave work at five, but we stay until 5.20 to catch up. We say we'll go to bed on time, and then we don't. As a result, we wake up a little later the next day or have less energy and clarity to do the other things we thought we'd do. Practice doing what you say you'll do for a week. Honor every boundary. You will have more time. A few places where we don't have to catch up anymore. In recent years, I saw the catching up web I was caught in, and I wondered, what if I'm not behind? What if I don't need more catching up? What if I just am where I am and that's okay? It will all get done or it won't. Either way, I will be okay. We'll call a catch-up truce with the following. Number one, email. The more you send, the more you receive, otherwise known as vicious cycle. Instead of saving it for later or checking email on your phone 10 times a day but never responding, do one solid email triage a day. Don't respond to anything that doesn't require a response. Be brief when responding to the email that does. If you have trouble with brevity, set a timer and challenge yourself to answer any email in five sentences or less. I prefer one or two. Number two, sleep. Staying up late to catch up on things works against you. You can't sleep an extra three hours on Saturday to make up for the sleep you lost on Wednesday. If you routinely go to sleep and wake up at a similar time, you'll be more alert, focused, and effective. Sacrificing sleep and compromising other health habits to catch up will put you further behind when you don't have the energy you need for your work and life. Number three, the news. If you haven't read the paper or watched the news in days, you don't need a news binge to catch up there's rarely anything new about the news. All you can expect is more hype, stress, and fear. Turn off the TV and go outside. You'll learn more about yourself and the world there. Number four, social media. If you haven't checked Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok in days, you're not obligated to absorb everything that was posted while you were gone. There's no benefit to being caught up on any social media platform. You don't have to finish the internet. And number five, entertainment. The latest TV, books, movies, games, music, they'll be available when and if you're ready for it. If you're never ready, that's okay too. Letting it go feels so much better than trying to keep up with it all. You might be familiar with the glass and plastic ball analogy. Think about all of the balls you have up in the air, like taking care of yourself, feeding your kids, a project deadline, mental health, physical health, having fun, cleaning house, asking for a raise, emptying your inbox, responding to a text message, creating, watching a movie, and on and on and on. Some of those items are made of glass, so if they drop, they will break or be damaged. Others are made of plastic, and they bounce. You can pick them up again later, or not. This is not about balance, this is about priority. If most of this sounds like obvious advice, but you're still feeling behind, still overwhelmed with the desire to catch up with things, check in, be curious, ask yourself why. I understand there are busier stages of life and there is still room to cut back. Start small, 
Those five to 10 minutes and the one more things add up. Save some of your time, some of your energy, and some of your life for you. And P.S., some of these gentle rules won't apply to you. Let them go and focus on the ones that do. As always, I'm cheering you on. You just listened to the post titled Five Ways to End the Endless Game of Catching Up by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. Thank you to Courtney. Some of these are things that I've worked on over the years, social media being one of them. When I miss stuff on there, I don't bother trying to catch up because there's simply too much noise. I do remember the days where I'd be on something like Facebook and I feel like I have to keep scrolling until I get to a post that I've seen before so I know that I've caught up. But now I really don't care. And this is partially thanks to them changing the order of things appearing because sometimes I'll open it up and within just a couple of posts, I'm already seeing something that I've seen before even if I didn't check in recently. It almost creates a reminder in my mind that I don't need to keep scrolling. I'll just do a quick check here and there, sometimes not at all. And again, it doesn't really matter. The same goes for the news. So thank you to Courtney for the reminder and for this post. A big thank you for being here. I'm approaching 3,000 episodes pretty quickly, which is crazy. I really appreciate you being here because that's the only way that I could keep going. If you think I'm helping you, well, you're helping me just as much. So really thank you for listening. Have a great Friday and start to your weekend if you're listening in real time and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.